ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. It's Tuesday. You know what that means. It's time for another edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I am your host, Paul Swan. Here until 6 o'clock. We will get your text in this hour. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. That's the text line to be a part of today's program. So we're wide open today. So plenty of time to talk to you. It's Tuesday. How are we feeling today about Marshall and the Myrtle Beach Bowl? How are we feeling today? Are we feeling as if this is a good game for the herd? Are we feeling that? Or are we feeling like the herd got shortchanged? Uh, yeah, depending on what you know, what you've read today, how are we feeling today? I'm gonna get your thoughts. Again, 304-396-Talk. 304-396-8255. Let's start with the good stuff. Came out in a presser press release just not that long ago. Uh, the city of Huntington is with Huntington High School, going to have a championship celebration at 6 p.m. on Monday, December 12th in downtown Huntington to honor the Huntington Highlanders for winning the 2022 Class AAA State Championship. Took place this past Saturday in Wheeling against Parkersburg South. It was a 28-3 victory. So here's what's going to happen. Players, coaches, cheerleaders, majorettes, there are differences between cheerleaders and majorettes, and the Huntington High Band will march at 6 p.m. from 7th Street to Pullman Square. A ceremony in the Pullman Square Courtyard will take place immediately following their arrival. If it rains, still going to do the event. If it's sunny... Still going to do the event. Doesn't matter what the weather is. Rain or shine is what the press release says. Rain or shine. So, celebration for the Huntington Highlanders winning the Class AAA state championship. Monday, December 12th, 6 p.m. at Pullman Square. I might be there. I don't know what the plans are just yet. Yours truly might be there. So look forward to that with you. Let's talk about, of course, our favorite thing to talk about, and that is the Marshall Thundering Hurt. Oh, yo, but by the way, before I do that, while while I'm thinking about it, since we are talking about Huntington Highlanders, before I I forget, Huntington quarterback Gavin Lockdown, named Max Preps West Virginia Player of the Year. You're going to see a lot of these honors coming out now. So good for him, good for the the kids. You're going to see a lot of attention yeah, you win a state championship, that kind of that boosts you up a little bit. You get a little bit more of a bump from that, a little rub, a little push. So the awards will be coming in for a lot of kids, and that's great for them. You know, postseason publications that cover high school sports, going to be doing a lot of things. Huntington High, I'm sure, going to get mentioned a lot. Billy Seal is going to get mentioned a lot. That's uh, that's good for the program. So, all right, let's talk. Let's talk quarterback. By the way, while we're at it. 
transfer portal. It's been it's been mostly quiet for the Thundering Herd. There's been a little movement, nothing of note really, nothing to really get me excited about. Oh man, that's a loss or yeah, nothing like that. I hate to say that. I've just I've looked at it so far as like okay, all right. Twitter earlier today the 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 platform for everyone's uh, self press conference. Peter Zamora announcing that he is entering the transfer portal. So here's a guy you were hoping that down the line would be the guy, right? A lot of upside. Spring ball, of course. You, know, you were pretty pretty high up on him. And your quarterbacks were Henry Columbia, then Cam Fancher, back and forth, back and forth, Columbia being the, the guy, and then Fancher being the guy. Now, everyone else in that quarterback group, there was a uh, there was a brief flirtation with everybody there. You you were there at that game. Everybody got in. But with the transfer portal, there's no more of this sitting back and waiting. Your turn, no more of this I'm going to I'm going to develop and then I'm going to be the guy. It's if you don't get to start, you don't get to play right away, you're you're out. And that's going to happen for the rest of, of time as long as the transfer portal is in place. So here's what Zamora said today. I am forever grateful to Marshall's coaches, teachers, teammates, and community for their support and passion. Huntington will always be near and dear to me. After careful consideration and tireless prayer, I have decided to enter the transfer portal and find a new home for the next four years. Thank you to all who have been a part of the journey. Stay strong and may God bless you always, Pete. So, short, simple, quick, thankful for his time here in Huntington. Huntington will be near and dear to him always. And after consideration and prayer, entering the transfer portal, trying to find his new forever home. We're going to see more and more of that. And he's got to do what's best for him. And I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not really against the transfer portal. Because if a kid doesn't feel like this is the best place for him, he should go find the best place for him. And end the story. Plain and simple. We have we have free agency and and pro sports after after a certain time now granted you're committed to a team for s- several years and then you there's some opportunities for you. In college athletics, it's just, it's a little bit different. There, you, you get, you know, on most most tracks, you get four years, give or take, depending on on how your you know, how you came up. So he's looking for an opportunity where he can go play. Because you look at the quarterback situation in Marshall, do you think he was going to have a chance to play? Is Cam Fancher the odds-on favorite? I think so. I know some of you would like to see Cole Pennington. You'd like to see another Pennington back there uh, you know, taking snaps. So that's where we're at right now. That's that's the big news out of the transfer portal. Pete Zamora announcing he is entering the transfer portal. 
Our text line, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter wrote in and said, Happy the Herd got a bowl game at all. Before November, most of us felt the game was out of reach. Huff starting to show he's not a microwave food type of coach. The best meals come slow cooked out of the oven. Let's sit back and wait for the results. Go Herd. UConn 17, Marshall 40. So 40 to 17, Herd over UConn. Okay. We'll start taking those early predictions in. So Coach Huff's not a microwave food type of guy. I mean, I'm sure he'll hit the microwave. Comes home late. You know, kind of hungry. Came home really late, so you know, you gotta microwave some of the leftovers, maybe, or you know, you gotta I don't know. Throw something in real quick. Throw in a hot pocket. You think Coach Huff's a hot pocket type of guy? If he was going to microwave food, do you think he's a hot pocket type of guy? That's an important poll question. That should go up. That's not going to, but that should go up as a poll question. Is Coach Huff a hot pocket kind of guy? Comes home at night. Long day. Wants a snack. I know he likes the, the Red Bull, or he did like the energy drink. And so, is he a hot pocket kind of guy? Just I like the hot pockets, too. But I'm also, um, you know, the pizza bites, I'm more of an oven guy for those. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter win. I mean, Texter, uh, Texter wins. Texter writes in, the herd better win because UConn is terrible. The herd better win because UConn is terrible. My little Charles Barkley there. Terrible. I'm not calling anybody terrible. I'm a I'm reformed from those days. Remember when I would call everyone terrible? And then Marshall started getting beat by these terrible teams. I'm not calling anyone terrible. UConn's, a, UConn's a, a challenge for the herd. There's a uh, there's a challenge there for the thundering herd, right? It's not the it's not the highest regarded bowl matchup out there right now. It's not the lowest, but it's not the highest. You know what this is? It's a quick trip. It's an easy trip. Quick trip. Go in, take care of your business, get out. Texture writes in, we own UConn in bowl games. Go Herd. Yes, the Herd does own UConn in bowl games. What if after this is over with, Marshall has a 2 nothing advantage over UConn in bowl games? Do you think Marshall will ever pair again with UConn in a bowl Would you if, if Marshall paired in the near future with UConn for a third time, how would we feel then? We'll see what happens here first. If, if Marshall gets beat by UConn, then you want another piece of them. But if Marshall beats them again, you know, will we will we good have our fill of UConn for another five, seven years? 
304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up on this edition of The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We keep the text line open throughout the hour, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Back to the text line. If the herd takes UConn lightly, they're going to lose. I hope they can focus and play to their ability. If so, they win. Go herd. Trust process. Close gap. I don't think the herd's taking UConn lightly. Let's put it this way. If the herd takes anyone lightly, I'm going to bring up that Bowling Green film. Herd's not taking anyone lightly. Go ahead and put that down right now. You write that one down. Marshall's not taking UConn lightly. How embarrassing would it be if Marshall took UConn lightly and lost that bowl game? That's the thing. And for UConn, you, you get in. First bowl game since 2015. You're pretty excited. Really, there's no there's no real history there. There's been there's a gap between bowl appearances. And for Marshall, there's yeah, we got to get those uh, we got to get a couple of years of bad taste out of our mouth. For a while, Marshall was rock solid in bowl games, and then. It's been it's been a couple of years. It's been a couple of years. So the herd trying to get back on the winning side of the bowl picture, the bowl record. I don't think Marshall takes UConn lightly. Texter says, let's schedule UConn for football and basketball, but have to give them a taste of Marshall thundering her football. I say this. If UConn beats Marshall, Marshall basketball has got to go up and play UConn. If Marshall wins, UConn basketball has got to come to Huntington. That's the deal. That's the deal right there. If I'm if I'm Christian Spears, I'm sitting there going, "Hey, you know, you want to you want to do a little, little side negotiation here? Love to see the herd take on UConn on the hoops uh, side of things. What do you think? Uh, if the herd beats UConn, you got to come to Huntington. If um, UConn beats the herd uh, football, we'll come up to your place. What do you think?" I don't think that deal is going to be made, but I'd make that deal. I'd absolutely make that deal. I'd like to see Marshall and UConn play in hoops. That'd be I would I would be down for that. Absolutely, Marshall UConn hoops. I'm I'm there for that. That would be good. Texter says I like his comment, referring to a previous comment. Don't take them lightly. There's a tweet of their coach amping this game up to his team. Can't sleep on them. Of course, uh, I would hope Coach would be amping his team up. UConn is excited to be back in a bowl game. Now, granted, it's the thundering herd, so the fans will remember more than the players. The fans are going to have more of a have more continuity on this one. Playing Marshall, got to get them back for that last one. I'm sure. I'm sure right now on. Con Nation, whatever whatever you call it, whatever the UConn message board is, or somebody saying we got to get them back right now. UConn Nation, 
UConn 24-7. UConn fans, whatever their, whatever their message boards are named. I'm sure there's there's um, UConn fan 24 or something saying, got to get these guys. Can't believe we're playing Marshall again. They embarrassed us, 2015. Uh, Texture likes my deal. Play the winner of this game gets to host the the other team's basketball team. Hey, I come up with good ideas. I got good ideas on this show. I like that deal, though. I think Dan would sign off on that, like, I think Dan's going to be fired up to sign off on that deal and hope that the Herd wins the football game so he can get UConn at the Henderson Center. I mean, think about that for a second. Think about that. Like, okay, let me get this straight. I have to go on the road to play UConn because of this friendly side business deal involving the football teams. I don't see that happening. Texer jumps in on this one. Okay, here's the bet. This is the Spears side bet according to to one Texter. UConn wins and the Herd comes to play at UConn in football. Herd wins. UConn schedules a home game for both men's and women's teams at UConn in basketball. So, okay, let, let me get this straight. If UConn wins, UConn wins the football game, the Herd has to travel to UConn and football. Okay, so the Herd travels. If if UConn wins, the Herd's got to go and play another game at UConn. If Marshall wins, if Marshall wins, UConn schedules a home game for both men and women's teams at UConn in basketball. So now we're involving Tony Kemper, getting him into this madness. I try to get UConn in Huntington, though. I try to make that. UConn basketball has to come to Huntington. UConn basketball has to come to Huntington. That would be the bet. That would be now. Is is UConn women's basketball, men's basketball coming to Huntington? I, I, I don't know how good is, how good is Christian Spears in negotiation? How good is he really? Let's find out. Let's find out how good he really is. He sounds good, but how good is he really? So that's the that's the side bet. If UConn wins, the Herd has to go play at UConn in football. If UConn loses, the Herd gets UConn, both men's and women's basketball. But I guess you got to go up to UConn because the payout's going to be bigger. 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. 
Welcome back to the Tuesday, December 6th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Here is, here's the text line, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. That's the text line to be a part of today's show. Okay, um, let's go back to the text line. It's heating back up. A uh, texter writes in and says, you could be on to something that should take form to all teams in NCAA football. Give them something to actually play for, future home games. What more could they want other than NIL money? Uh, texter says, prefer UConn in basketball and Huntington for men's, but trying to help the women's program. No, 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 I'm with you. I would want UConn's women to come to Huntington. You're not going to get them. It would be hard to get the UConn women to come to Huntington. Uh, Texture just wrote in and said that UConn women would never come to Huntington. Maybe the men. All right, here we go. Texture writes in and um, are you spending time talking about a guy that thinks UConn can win? It's possible. I'm not saying it's not going to happen. I'm not going to say it's going to happen. I'm not, it's possible. It's, UConn could win. UConn could win. We're talking football, right? UConn could win. We're, we could. We could. All right. I'm, I'm trying to – when you send long text, i got to edit here a little bit. Let's see. Um Okay. All right. If if Marshall beats UConn, they should all have to come. UConn basketball's women's team basketball for yeah, men's soccer. Men. Okay. So the texture basically doesn't like the particular parameters of the. Of the side bet wants to change it. So if Marshall beats UConn, Marshall should get get everything. If I'm reading you right, you're saying Marshall should play host the men in basketball, the women in basketball, bring UConn football back down. Also, Soccer, bring bring UConn soccer down as well, bring it all down, and um, also uh, there was a little uh, little texture on texture crime in that text. I'm sorry, yeah, I don't I don't want to I don't want to yeah texture on texture crime. I I get what you're saying, but let's not have texture on texture crime. Not too much of it anyway. Three zero four three nine six talk three zero four three nine six eight two five five Marshall and. Marshall's not alone as far as Sunbelt's concerned. Marshall's among the top 25 teams in the College Insider Mid-Major Top 25. The Mid-Major Top 25. So, ranking the Sunbelt teams in the Mid-Major Top 25. You have Louisiana at 7, the Mid-Major Top 25. 
Southern Miss is 18 in the mid-major top 25. And Marshall is 24th in the mid-major top 25. Now, Gonzaga is the number one team in this poll, the mid-major top 25. Yeah, because they're in the West Coast Conference. So you have teams in the Missouri Valley, the Colonial, the Mid-American, the Western Athletic, the Southern. So here's the top 25. Here are the teams that college insiders think are better than Marshall. Gonzaga, Charleston, Drake, Kent State, St. Mary's, Townsend, I mentioned Louisiana, seven, Sam Houston, the Purple Paladins of Furman, Grand Canyon, Indiana State, Yale, College Insider thinks that Yale is better than Marshall, Toledo, wait till the herd plays Toledo, Iona, UC Santa Barbara, UC Irvine, Bryant, I mentioned Southern Miss, Hofstra, the Flames of Liberty, San Francisco, Santa Clara, Northwestern State. These are all the teams ahead of Marshall and the College Insider Top 25, which the Sun Belt just sent the release out not that long ago. I don't know if Marshall is better than most of those teams. I will say this. I'll give you Gonzaga. I will absolutely give you Gonzaga. Yeah, you want to you want to try to argue which is better? I'm going to say, yeah, I'll give you Gonzaga. I will give you St. Mary's. We'll see about Toledo. I I will not give you Furman. I will I I draw the line here Furman. I don't know enough about Kent State. But I'm drawing the line. I'm picking one and I'm 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 drawing the line at Furman. Marshall's better than Furman. 304-396-TALK 304-396-8255. Louisiana's pretty good. Louisiana junior forward Jordan Brown is the Sunbelt Men's Basketball Player of the Week. Uh, averaged 21 and a half points per game this week, and he also brought down an average of eight and a half rebounds per game and two and a half assists per game. So Louisiana went 2-0 and this past week, and he's the Sunbelt Men's Basketball Player of the Week. Speaking of Louisiana, I can't wait till Marshall plays Louisiana again. I'm actually... I'm actually excited. I hope Marshall can remain undefeated the rest of the way and then get into Sunbelt play. I want to see Marshall play Louisiana. I'm intrigued by that this year. This year, I'm in. I really am. And James Madison, I want to see that. And now, after looking at this top 25 where Marshall's ranked below Toledo, I'm, I want to see Marshall and Toledo. I'm a little bit more energized to see that. Marshall's doing pretty good so far. It's The schedule's had a feel-good effect, but Marshall's been more convincing in the games as well. It hasn't been one of those where these have been tight games and you're like, okay. 
what's going on here? I mean, Marshall's winning, but what's going on? And no, these have been yeah. That that really the the Ohio game I thought really showed me something. The Akron game showed me something. I think the Toledo game will, if Marshall wins that, will show me something. I remember going a few weeks back when we were talking about the schedule, and I said that those are games that Marshall should win, and one of you clapped back at me and said, no, what are you talking about? The MAC games should win? Well, Marshall's been pretty good so far. Texter just reminded me that JMU plays Virginia number three tonight, 8 o'clock. Oh, I gotta check that one out then. Thanks for reminding me. That's um I want I want JMU to win that. I seriously want JMU to win that. I want the Sunbelt basketball side of things to get really good. Cause it's pretty good in football right now. It might be right there with the American. The American might have the edge at the moment. It's pretty close. I think the American has the edge, though. Barely. But in basketball, I'm hoping that the Sun Belt can pick it up a little bit more because it really wasn't known as a basketball league. And, and now you got, you know, and of course, where is all this attention coming from? Southern Miss, JMU, Marshall, and then you got Louisiana. So three new comers to the league are really picking up the basketball side of things. And I thought that would happen. Because I felt that Southern Miss, if Southern Miss is good, really good in football, the Sun Belt's going to be better. If Southern Miss is really good in basketball, the Sun Belt's going to be better. I respect that program immensely. I think it's one of those programs that carries some weight with it. Football for years, obviously, you know, it was a program that was doing things and nobody wanted to go play Southern Miss. Hopefully basketball will definitely step it up as well. Uh, Virginia's getting 12.5, I hear in that. Virginia's getting 12.5. Okay, so Virginia's undefeated. JMU is uh, twice beaten. Uh, I'm pulling for JMU in that one. More of your texts coming up, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. More coming up on this edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. You see the news today? Los Angeles Rams have claimed quarterback Baker Mayfield off the waivers. The number one pick in the 2018 draft by the Cleveland Browns. Released by the Panthers Monday at his request after seven disappointing games with Carolina. So he was uh, released. He is now with the L.A. Rams. Uh, we'll see. Maybe the West Coast. Maybe, maybe the West Coast will be good for him. We'll see. Baker Mayfield, a Los Angeles Ram now. So... I can remember hearing from Browns fans how he was the savior of the franchise. The savior, they said, the savior. 
Hey, some good news today for Marshall women's soccer senior forward Morgan White. She was named to the 2022 United Soccer Coaches NCAA Division I Women's All-Southeast Region third team. That's a mouthful, is it not? She was just one of 10 Sunbelt Conference players to receive recognition as an all-region player. She is the first Marshall women's soccer player to earn the elite all-region honor since Abby Hugh did it in the 2020-21 season. So congratulations to her. Our text line is still open, 304-396-TALK, 304-396-8255. Texter doing a little math for me. I appreciate that. New Sunbelt editions are 27-8 and this year, and they're out-of-conference scheduling. They're 20 and 7. Marshall, uh, take Marshall out of that. They're 20 and 7. How about the herd? Just one loss out of conference so far. One loss. Hopefully that'll stay that way. Got to go on the road, though. Take it on Duquesne. That's coming up. We haven't talked much about that. So the herd's on the road Thursday. It feels like they've been home forever. Take it on Duquesne. And then you got the Saturday game against Robert Morris. Then you turn right back around and you go Tuesday to take on UNCG. You come back home on the 15th and you take on Toledo. And then, is it the 15th or is it the 17th? I'm sorry. It's the 17th. I, I'm sorry. And then on Monday the 19th, the first day of Hanukkah, by the way, first day of Hanukkah, football team takes on UConn, and then the basketball team takes on Glenville State. That's at 7 o'clock. So the bowl game's at 2.30. The basketball game's at 7 o'clock. More than likely, I am going to be at the basketball game. So I'm looking forward to being there with you. And... More than likely, I'll save it. I'll save it. I'm, I'm going to be joining Jason Toy there. I think that's the plan. We're so short-handed. Everyone's, everyone's so short-handed. I have, I'm going to be sitting courtside with Jason. We're going to help out the student radio station. I think that's the plan. I don't think I'm speaking out of turn. That's the plan. We're going to be helping out the student radio station. So. I'm going to be on on press row, courtside, doing my best. That's right, Jason. That was a great call. No, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. So, um, yeah, we're so everyone's gone. Everyone's spread out so much. I don't know who's going to be here for the basketball game because everyone's spread out. Who's going to be here for the basketball game? How many of you are going to the bowl game? How many of you are sticking around? I'm interested. I'm interested in this. Do a head count. I mean, I, the regular crew will be there on the scorer's table. I know that. But let's see. The columnist probably won't be there. Columnist will be in Myrtle Beach. The, the new guy won't be there. He'll be he'll be in Myrtle Beach. The new guy for the HD Medias. 
Let's see. I know the TV stations aren't going to be there. At least the, the primaries. Mark Martin's not going to be there. I think Cassidy Wood's not going to be there. I don't think Keith Morehouse and Jim Tracy are, are going to be there as well. It's just going to be me. I'm going to have the run of the place. It's going to be me. They might not even cater to the media room because nobody's going to be there. It's just going to be me, me and, and Jason. That's it. And you, of course, if you're going. I'm sure they'll send somebody over from the Herald Dispatch. It'll, be, it'll probably be me, Jason Toy, and Tim Stevens. It'll be Tim Stevens for the HD media side of things. That's going to be it. That's all that's going to be there. Because everyone's going to be you know, split between the bowl and the basketball game. I'm surprised they're not moving this thing. It's unlike the, um, you know, there's a situation, I don't know what they're going to do for UK, but UK has the basketball game against you know, Louisville the same day as the bowl game. I don't know what they're going to do there. You can't move that one. I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand why we can't schedule these things a little bit bigger. And, of course, now Marshall's playing on a Monday, so obviously, you know, you got to pick some day to schedule, but there are certain days that are just bowl game days, right? Okay, we got to have a bowl game at this time on New Year's Eve. Got to have a bowl. Yeah, I don't think you don't schedule college basketball on New Year's Eve or, or New Year's Day. And what do college basketball conferences do? Schedule New Year's Eve basketball games. By the way, that'll be Marshall and JMU, by the way, 2 o'clock on New Year's Eve, if you're interested. Conference play begins real soon. App State's going to be on the 29th, and then JMU's going to be New Year's Eve. I don't know why they don't just wait until after New Year's. I guess you got – yeah, I mean, you have so many teams, you got to get them in. I get that. I mean, the Sunbelt Conference tournament's going to be a little earlier than what we're used to. I get that completely. And they're trying to accommodate all the teams, men and women, which is cool. Make sure everyone – and at least it's not inside of a football practice facility. As nice as the star was for – that's a great football facility. It's – it's not a basketball facility, and I know it's you know you can repurpose these things, and that's great. I get it. We repurpose football f- fields all the time for for the NCAA tournament, especially the championship game, the Final Four. I get that, but at least that has a little bit more reason to it. The way it's configured, there are going to be so many people there. It's a huge draw. But have your conference tournament on two courts with a curtain backdrop between and a football practice. So that's like me selling Huntington as the destination for the West Virginia high school basketball tournament and say, hey, look, we can do two courts at the Marshall Indoor Practice Facility. We'll get twice the games done. Two courts. Let's do it. We can do that. Inside. 
course you're not going to do that. Why would you? It's an indoor football facility, but that's what Conference USA did. And it seems to work for Conference USA. For me, not so much. Not absolutely so much whatsoever. Our text line's open always for you. If I don't get them today, I'll get them the next day. 304-396-TALK. 304-396-8255. You can also find me on Twitter at Paul Swan. That's always a great way to get a hold of me or at least let me know uh, what's on your mind. So you can tweet at me at all times, uh, all hours of the night. I might not see it at 3 a.m., but hey, if you've got some inspiration at 3, if you've got some inspiration at 3, go ahead, hit that tweet, send that out to me. And, of course, if uh, you give me a follow as well, I would appreciate that. And uh, while we're on the topic of follows, don't forget we podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, wherever you get your podcast, you can find the show. So if there's a point in your day where you just can't listen to it live, don't worry. You can go back and get it on demand. We're going to post that right now after I get off the air. So if there's something you want to go back and listen to or if you came into the show late, get a chance to go back and get it. That's going to do it for this edition of the show. I appreciate it every day. You're with me back tomorrow. We'll do it all over again here on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930.